0: Play the fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin, and this is Eric, and this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 167 haven't had any interviews in a few months I think early April was the last couple that we had posted so looking forward to this episode because we've got another interview Uh, second interview with Matt from Radio Hate Uh, you can go back to I think it was 2018 no 2019 I think it was February 2019 so go back and look at that episode and you can check out the first interview but you're here now so listen to this one it's gonna be good Uh, We enjoy the new record, A Better Way. We'll talk more about that when we get to that section. Eric, a lot of new music out there, as always. (laughs) As always, I mean, it might be a little lighter compared to some of those lists that we would had. Let's run over the list real quick. So first up, we have Fame, that's F-A-I-M. They released two tracks, uh, an EP called Hollow Hope, and that was on June 28th. The Raging Nathans put out a, star, a split with starter jackets on the first. Uh, Cabronix, with the self-titled EP, and that's C-A-B-R-O-N-X-S. That came out on the first. Houston and the Dirty Rats put out a new single called Froyline. That came out on the first. Modern Shakes put out Someday, One Day. That's awesome. Just played a track of that over on Punkanoi Worldwide, the last episode that I did there. Ills put out the album curse that came out on the third geld put out beyond the floor that was on the third the real mckenzie's put out beer and loathing great record there looking forward to playing something on that next episode i believe we have that scheduled ditz put out something called five songs so imagine that there's probably five songs on there that came out on the third Uh, much the same put out quitters never win on the third A tribute to Revenge of the Psychotronic Man compilation was put out by Toxic Watsit Records over there in the UK. I think they had five or six bands doing covers of Revenge of the Psychotronic Man. That came out on the 3rd. Also on the 3rd, Drowned Out put out Nevermore. Played that over on the last episode of uh, Punkanoi Worldwide as well. Fool's Errand from Las Vegas. They just put out Eastside Anthology on the 4th. Union Thugs put out a new EP called Folklore. uh, Ouvrir, that's French. They're from Canada. Uh, That came out on the 4th, July 4th. What a great day that that was, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we made it a great day.
1: (laughs) Excellent. That's good to hear. Uh, The last couple that came out recently and will be coming out soon are Bristol Bulldogs. They're from Spain. They put out something called Same Shit, and they put that out on July 5th. Rigor Mortis put out a self-titled EP. It's two tracks. It's on Inner City Uprising. That came out on the 8th. Noise put out a second single. The first one came out on June 26th. This one came out on uh, July 10th. It's called Price We Pay. Radio Hate will be putting out A Better Way. Also on the 10th, Spirit World with Pagan Rhythms. You pay attention to this episode and those last three bands right there because we're going to be playing shit from all of them. On this episode, July 10th is a good day. Uh, the band Pisser, in the in place of the S's, they have dollar signs if you're looking up how to spell it to, to track them down. Pisser put is going to be putting out Crushed Down to Paste on the 10th. Rise, that's R-E-I-Z. On the 10th, they are putting out Das Kind Bird Ein erfolg. I probably fucked that up nine ways from Sunday, but uh, something like that. Look that up. R-E-I-Z is the name of the band. Bone Crusher is going to be putting out their quarantine sessions, and uh, what two episodes ago, we played a track from the Welch Boys. The Welch Boys are going to be doing a split with Bone Crusher that should be coming out in August, so be on the lookout for that. Strike Anywhere will be putting out Nightmares of the West on July 17th. The Lawrence Arms are going to be putting out Skeleton Coast on the 17th. And finally, Tommy and the Commies will be putting out Hurting for Certain. And that'll be also on July 17th. Any of those you're looking forward to, Eric?
0: I'm looking forward to the new Noise Track. I heard the recent one that came out earlier, and I really loved it. For me, noise is a band that can do
1: no wrong. Right, lost was wonderful. Uh didn't get around to playing that one, but uh, got an advanced copy of Price We Pay, so definitely going to listen to that, and we're going to talk about that on this episode coming up.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. And also that Break and Mortars uh, album, I'm still waiting for. I think it's going to be great. Awesome. And then the, and then the one that you uh, just told me about before the. Uh, before the episode, Tommy the Commie, Tommy and
1: the Commies. I want to Tommy. check that out too. I'm not familiar with the band uh, specifically, but I am looking for hurt and for certain. I want to definitely want to check it out.
0: Yeah, just, just really because they are just in certain rhymes right in the forefront. Right. are just a fun loving band. So I'm like, okay, let's see what these guys are about.
1: <laughs> I am with you. I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, Definitely a lot of good stuff. The the Strike Anywhere and Lawrence Arms, I'm looking forward to getting to hear those. I love Bone Crusher, even though they are one man of the original Bone Crusher, still looking forward to it. And The Divided, the rest of the band, uh, they have an EP called Pack of Lies that should be coming out hopefully this month. If not, maybe in August, but uh, that is the rest of Bone Crusher, their new band, and that'll be coming up too. I've already heard the Bristol Bulldogs. It was good. Uh, The Union Thugs, great folk punk music right there. Fool's Errand out of Vegas. They're a great oi band close to us, close to home here, right? And that one's awesome. I pre-ordered the vinyl on that one uh, from, from those guys. The vinyl, I think it's not coming until September, but the digital version is already out, so you can check it out. That Real McKenzie's is great, and I've got it scheduled to be on, I think, the next episode, so I'm looking forward to listening to and talking more about that so definitely a lot of great stuff though that list might not have been as big as some lists that we have definitely good quality on it
0: yeah well, it does feel like it was long <laughs>
1: right <laughs> but that just means that there's there's just so much to talk about still <laughs> absolutely well speaking of new music and talking about it why don't you jump right in and who'd you pick this week what do you, what, what new music are, are we listening to because of you
0: Ah, uh, because of me, because of me, I'm always, I'm always pretty, uh, uh, pretty conveniently placing all the heavy music on this uh, podcast.
1: <laughs> yes, you are. You do a great job of it too.
0: Yeah. Well, right now I found one of the heaviest bands that can still be considered a punk band, maybe sort of.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the band Full of Hell. They are a very well-established. Uh, Heavy band, and have been around for over a decade. I think this—yep, eleven years. They formed in 09. Yeah, yeah, that's a—it's a long time for a band of their caliber to be around. But I'm glad they have because every man, see me—I think like every year they've at least put out an album or been on a splitting key or did some some sort of musical project. Like they've got a. In the last ten years, they've got a discography a mile long, and most recently they put out an album that, uh, an album last year that made it onto my list of the best twenty-one albums. And one thing that I noticed about Full of Hell, like they got a huge, uh, I don't know, a condensed version of music, and a lot of it comes from different shades of metal, but a lot of crust and grindcore kind of comes up, especially in the earlier stuff the songs were about as long as grindcore songs. Wow. Yeah. And it was, and it was cool because you'd see him tour with metal bands. You'd see him tour with uh punk and hardcore bands. They were just like that middle of the road band. You know what I
1: mean? Awesome.
0: Yeah. And this, and they're still doing more stuff. I mean, they just released this single called the language of molting cherubs. It's a, yeah, it's got quite a name there. Yes, and, language
1: of molting cherubs. There's a lot there to pick apart in that title.
0: I know. Yeah, it's just one of those titles that just makes you makes you think a little harder on. But <laughs> yeah, they've been kind of known for that. But what they've also been known for, uh, especially most recently, they've been implying a lot of uh, a lot of harsh noise elements in their music, and they have done like harsh noise uh, entire albums in the past. Uh, or uh, maybe it was just the EPs. I can't remember, but they recently have been implying it in the regular in the regular album releases. And also, this one is not void of that. I'm <laughs> gonna give you a fair warning. The last 30 or 40 seconds are just like these grinding, harsh, <laughs> super illicit noises that just uh, challenge your eardrum. So expect that towards the end of the song. But in the, yeah, before that, we got a lot of nice, fast, thrashing rhythms and uh, some crazy riffing, and then it gets slower, and then it just slows down, and then just gets just gets absolutely chaotic. But I feel like I talked to this to fill up the entire song, so why don't we give that a listen?
1: Hey, you, you teed him up. Let's let him knock it out of the park. Here it goes. Let's go. was rough.
0: Yeah, I told you
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you guys are listening to this wearing headphones, then yeah, that's
1: that's basically
0: what you expect from Bol these days.
1: Right, might have to pull those uh, <laughs> headphones a little bit off your ears for a second or thirty. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that yeah that last little bit and honestly I personally think the whole song just turned just the sound wave just gotta turn into torpedoes.
1: Right. You
0: wonder how your speakers have not moved into the wall or blown off your head or anything like
1: that. Right. That, that was definitely some heavy stuff right there. That's full of hell. What are they out of? Ocean City, Maryland, also out of Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, that's cool.
2: Dominating
0: the
1: Northeast. Yeah. Cool East Coast band there. Uh, congratulations to them. Being a band over nine years, putting out brand new music. Uh, came out just on the 25th. So still active. Got to give it up. 11 years is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's good to see that they're still going.
1: Well, that's great news. And uh, a band that's been going on around about that amount of time, I can't remember exactly how long, but it's noise. They've been going around for, got to be getting close to 10 years, something like that. Uh, they've been going on, and we were just talking about this at the top of the show. They've got a couple new singles. We're going to listen to one right now. The single is Price We Pay. It officially comes out on July 10th. If you go over to Pirates Press, I believe they made picture discs for vinyl. So vinyl picture disc, like 12 inch for the single. So you probably got a picture on one side of the vinyl, the the single on the other side. Uh, Pirates Press does really cool stuff like that with their vinyls, and it looks like they did it with both of these new noise tracks. Uh, noise, if you're not familiar with them, they're from Tacoma and Seattle. And if you're not familiar with them, you need to listen to the show more because we definitely play a lot of noise. <laughs> Pun intended. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a cool single I really liked it uh, lost was good too but I like price we pay a little better so went with price we pay it comes out on Friday be on the lookout for it let's listen and we'll we'll hear what you think all right
2: breach despair. Cause somewhere we abide
1: That's price we pay. That is noise. It's a great track. Uh, they, they just have a great sound. I'm a huge fan of the band. And I, I like the back and forth vocals between Matt and Nate. Uh, just great contrast. Uh, it's so great when you because you, you can tell the difference between the two. And I, I like it. It comes through in so many of their songs. And, and what they're yeah. singing about, you know, essentially the US imprisons more people than anywhere in the world. It's a fact. You, can't really dispute it. Now, I'm one of those people that believe people should start taking responsibility for their own actions. What causes the highest, you know, prison rate in the world? Well, two things. One, it's not police officers and it's not jails and prisons. Those are the people that just do what the law says they have to do. So, right, you have to look at your government, local, state, federal governments that choose what is illegal and what is not or what is illegal, what is legal, all those things. It really goes back there. That's where reform really needs to start. And uh, regardless of what people want to believe, even, you know, pre- President Trump has already actually revo- or reversed some of that shit that was started back in the 90s. He's And I think over 7,000 people ha- have been released. And I'm not saying this to be a proponent for or against. It's just facts. That's just facts. <laughs> and if people don't want to deal in facts, then go fucking find your feelings somewhere else. I don't give a shit about your feelings. Uh, that, that's just the truth. And the other part of, you know, law needs to be changed by the government is people need to change, you know, all Mm -hmm. these things people know are illegal where our jails and prisons are not filled with people that committed things that they didn't know were illegal. So the, the mentality of the public also needs to change. There needs to be some meeting in the middle, right? Where there's some shit that probably should be adjusted for sure. That uh, as far as laws go, but there's also some uh, attitude adjustment that needs to go on with a, a lot of people that are getting themselves thrown into jail in the first place. Yeah. That's the,
0: that's the thing people forget about the laws, of, the laws that are made is made by humans. Yes. And, so, and humans are as uh, – there are humans out there that are completely capable, every one of them is capable of changing their mind, Just some of them. Take a, take a few more, I don't know, a bit more coercion to so speak. Right. Yeah. So it's, a, the one we say that we are the ones who can change the laws. Yes, we can. Cause we created them it, us as a universal race, pretty much.
1: Definitely. That's, that's really where it needs to be. Real evaluation needs to be made, make the changes that are necessary. And then when it comes down to it, self accountability, people need to be accountable for themselves. Quit blaming yep. others. Yep,
0: indeed. That's one of the bases, the bases of uh, punk rock, as it is.
1: Yep. Be accountable, people. Moving on. One more new yeah. track before we get to some older stuff. Uh, Reckless Upstarts, love that band. Mike's awesome. His other band is Rough Cuts. We definitely play both those bands as much as uh, as much we can on the show, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, been waiting to play this. He, he was able to release, the Reckless Upstarts were able to release their EP, No Spirits, three tracks on June 26th, and it's phenomenal. Three tracks are great. One of those tracks, if you were one of those fortunate and fantastic people out there that bought that uh, fundraiser compilation that we did the track Friday Night Heroes from Reckless Upstarts was on us. So that's uh, about two months, over two months, that you were able to listen to that track before this EP even came out. Uh, on this episode, though, we're going to play the track For the Boys. It is just, it's great. It's another great uh, cover art from Jeff Holkren. Jeff Holkren does awesome stuff. Look at uh, the SLC Punk Cast logo, the logo that, or the album artwork for the fundraiser compilation. The oi Worldwide logo, amongst many, many others, and this Reckless Upstarts No Spirit EP album cover. Jeff Holkren does them. They're phenomenal. Mike's great. Mike did such a great job helping me put the compilation together, and we had a great rough, tracks, rough cuts track on there, and... Another great Reckless Upstarts new track. So let's play another one. You can go find this now. It's on Insurgents, Contra Records, LSM Vinyl. Uh, you know, Contra over there in the UK, uh, wow. not UK, Europe. Uh, Insurgents up there in Canada, LSM Vinyl here. Go to Pirates Press website. You'll be able to find it there. This track is a quick one. It's about a minute and a half, a little over a minute and a half long, and it is for the boys. This is Reckless Upstarts. <laughs> For the boys from the boys up in Windsor, Ontario, that is reckless upstarts. Eric, what'd you think?
0: Oh, that was such a it's such a great track. I really love when Oi! Music has that uh, has that gravelly voiced frontman.
1: Yes, Mike's awesome.
0: Yeah, just really, I don't it just really adds the destructiveness of of the music that they're playing out.
1: Right, it's, it's pretty great. I like it. Reckless Upstarts is great. Go check out that album artwork on that noise. Go check out that single. You can go to Pirates Press, look for both. One's going to be on LSM Vinyl, though, uh, that being the Reckless Upstarts if you're here in the U.S. And you can go find it over in Contra if you're there in Europe or insurgents up in Canada. Eric, let's do some older, lesser-known tracks. How would you come across the band that you're you're putting on right now? I never even heard of them, but I saw who was in the band, and I thought, oh, shit, I didn't even know he was in a real band
0: yeah so yeah from that description you can tell this is a bit of a lesser known one
1: right but
0: but yeah i'll tell you how i came across it the uh on youtube there is a uh, series that i that i watched quite a bit of videos of it's uh it's uh what's in my bag and it's where um, amoeba music in uh, the bay area and the uh and los angeles the record store uh, bring celebrities or well-known musicians and actors and whatnot into the into their store, and they let them go on a shopping spree, and then they on camera describe the music of the or any merchandise that they bought. And I watched the one on Fred Armisen. For those of you who don't know, Fred Armisen, he was a he's an actor, comedian who pretty much founded the TV series Portlandia, and also made a huge hit on Saturday Night Live and as i was watching his uh as i was watching his episode i he said he was in a band back in the 80s and 90s called trench mouth and i knew he was a musician i knew he was a drummer and i was like trench mouth i gotta i gotta go check out this band (laughs) and from what i found they are one of the weirdest sounding bounds from that time. This is a, <laughs> yeah, they came out at a time where uh, punk rock and hardcore music was going through an in-between phase. You either had bands who were combining elements of metal into their songs and kind of paving way for the hardcore bands throughout the 90s, and then you had the uh, bands who were taking hardcore and just softening up a little bit. You know, think of bands like Fugazi or the Minutemen or Replacement. Dagnasting and so on, and then you had bands that just completely came came out of the water, implementing elements of jazz and noise and reggae all in one all in one mcbull. And this kind of spread across the board. But and this band Trenchmouth falls into the latter category. Yes, I had do. no idea that Fred Armisen could drum the way he the way he did in this band. He has oh man i don't know like one minute the the song he's playing will have a bit of a ska, a reggae beat or like that and then they'll just implement some weird drum rolls that you soon hear in a jazz record and he still keeps it on beat with this punk rock sound it's amazing to me and yeah i heard them and i was like i gotta show i gotta show off these guys on the podcast i'm pretty sure they'll have something or other to That our listeners can relate to so the one that i found that really stuck out to me was the volcanic action of my soul it's the opening track to uh i think it's the second album which is uh, no it's their first album it's called construction of a new action volume one first there was a movement (laughs) (laughs) that's not long at all no this is back when you could have uh uh album titles that are a sentence (laughs) yes Yep. But yeah, it came out, in, came out a long time ago. They came out in 91, and this was their this was them unveiling themselves. So a lot of people, this was like the first thing they heard of a band called Trench Mouth. So it was like, okay, where are you going to take us? And this first song, I think, sets the mood for their entire discography. So I think we ought to give it a listen.
1: All right, let's do it. The Volcanic Action of My Soul.
2: Shut up, my soul. I
1: That's trench mouth.
0: Oh yeah, and a lot of their music follows those uh, those same lines. But damn, and their music is kind of hard to come by. Like I looked it up on uh, on Apple Music, and it's just a compilation they had yep. know, of of like all their uh, best hits, pretty much. Uh, but they do have actual albums that you that are available for purchase on discogs. Like you can get the LP, CD, or the tape. And if you, and I'm sure you can find it in other streaming services like uh, YouTube,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but
0: yeah, that compilation itself is actually it's pretty fit. There's a lot of there's a lot of songs. I think they're going up to around 20 on there, and yeah, it was a it was a chore to really find a song that accurately describes <laughs> describes their music, but. That, that's the one it could it could change next week i have no idea but <laughs> i've yet to really i've only scratched the surface of the music that they have available so well, it's gonna be an adventure we'll say that
1: excellent well good choice i'd never heard of him. i didn't know that fred Armisen was actually in a punk band i'd seen him play on saturday night live it, you know, having been in a punk band with Dave Grohl and there's a couple other people on that skit, but I had no idea that he was actually in a punk band.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did know he. all those, like, uh, all those little skits that he did is comedy skits were uh, it required like a punk rock band. He was always in there.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: It was pretty funny that he kept coming up. I'm like, no, oh, I wonder if he's into this music. And now I, now I have, for certain that he was, and still is, still holds on to his (laughs) memories.
1: That's fantastic. That's great. Uh, Good choice. My choice on this episode is the band Allied Victims. Most people might not have heard of this band unless you're from up in Sheboygan. Uh, Like I said, at the top of the show, we're going to be doing an interview with Matt of Radio Hate. Well, his first band from back in the mid-'90s was Allied Victims, and he they did a recording, and he wanted to make sure we we put out there that this is lo fi recording. I think what did he say, like on a, a tape deck that can record or something like that, right?
0: Right, yes, it was. It, he said it was like something completely lo fi,
1: yes. So, we're putting it out there just so you know ahead of time, but I think it turned out pretty good, all things considered. Allied victims. His first band, they recorded this back around 96, 97, he thinks, somewhere around there. Uh, so let's listen to a track. We'll listen to his first band before we uh, we'll, we'll get there. We've got a few other bands that we're going to play first, but we will be getting to Radio Hate here shortly. In the meantime, we'll listen to his other band, his very first band, Allied Victims. This is the track Fight Tonight.
2: Gonna leave your ball do turn the rest, Be a fight to die and break what I There's gonna what fight I fight fight, 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 fight. you back, you're sick of all his lies Can't wait to hit him, right between the eyes. Everybody's coming, they wanna see a show Gonna be a part and everybody gonna be a and break what I say. There's gonna be a fight tonight Everybody stand. Fight tonight Fight, 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 fight There's to be a fight tonight Everybody stand. There's gonna be a fight tonight, and break what I Fight tonight Fight, 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 fight Walking down the street, and getting really pissed You better watch out, or oh, you're gonna get a fist Attention run time, this place tight Gotta be ready, please, cause there's gonna be a fight tonight, and break what I say There's gonna be a fight tonight, and break what I say There's gonna be a fight tonight, and break what I say
1: I think that sounded great. It did
0: sound great. Even over the even over the phone, it's still coming in nice and clear.
1: I know. It, it turned out good. It sounds definitely like that 80s, 90s punk that you would expect to hear. The recording sounds just as good as you would expect most of those other ones you'd hear during that era. So I think it turned out great. That is Allied Victims. Most of you have probably not heard of them. Uh, maybe maybe they were bigger than than Matt is leading them on to be. But uh, nonetheless, you got to hear Allied Victims on this show, and you're going to get to hear some more great music coming up. I thought it was great.
0: Absolutely. I think it sounded wonderful to me.
1: Yes, I thought it was great. And I got to hear the other couple tracks that came from that. Uh, recording as well there was like I think six tracks something like that they were all cool I like this one and I think it turned out great so there you go Allied Victims now we're going to move into the the farewell last week we did a farewell to Harrington Saints because they have called it quits as a band and the band Hooligans did the same thing I think on the same day July 30th not July June 30th of this year uh, the band Hooligans from Charlotte, North Carolina. They have also called it quits as a band, and they have been a band for 20 years. That's amazing. Congratulations to them for 20 Whoa. years. And that is disappointing that they have to call it quits, but uh, go out on your own terms, and I think that's cool that they have been a band for so long. They did release the Hooligans EP. came out February 19th of 2019. That's what we're going to be playing a track off of. And if you go to their social media, we'll get to those at the end of the show, they are are mentioning that they're going to be liquidating all of the Hooligans merch. So good prices, good shipping and all that stuff. Uh, They're going to be trying to sell it all off. So definitely go check that out. But I'll remind you again at the end of the show. In the meantime, we're going to do a proper send-off, play one of their tracks. This track right here from that Hooligans EP is called Pride. I was fortunate enough to get to see these guys. They came from North Carolina over to Frontline Fest last August, so it's been a little less than a year. But coming up on a year from when I went out to see those guys and all the other great bands that made it out to Austin, Texas last year. So I'm glad I got to see them before they call the quits. This is the track Pride, and the band is Hooligans. (laughs) That is farewell to the hooligans. Won't be the last time we play them on the show, but unfortunately, they are no longer a band. But go check out their Facebook; they'll direct you where you can go get any merch that they have left. Eric, what'd you think?
0: Uh, that's really, uh, it's really sad to see that band go. But I don't know with twenty years under the belt and all the stuff that they have done and accomplished as a band, I can, I can understand where it's like, all right. We might as well go out on the high
1: note. Yeah, 20 years. Can't complain. I mean, there's a lot of bands that have done far longer. Not that I'm trying to say they should just keep continuing, but 20 years is very impressive. And I think that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Too bad we'll still be able to hear them on the album, but I'll never be able to hear them live again.
1: Yeah, you never know. With bands that break up, maybe, maybe they'll get together and do these fests. Uh, that's what needs to keep going is locations like Frontline Fest, who did their own fest there in Austin last year in August. And uh, obviously punk rock bowling's a big one here. Europe is littered with them everywhere all throughout the summer and even into the fall. So as long as stuff like that keeps going, I think bands like this, that you know Harrington Saints as well, maybe there's hopes that they'll get back together, go play a couple fests once in a while. Absolutely.
0: Again, it's like I said earlier, enough coerging can change anyone's mind.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, don't get don't turn your
0: back on hope.
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. That that's great stuff. Again, that was Hooligan's. Let's move on to our great cover to cover albums. You're gonna do an album and then we're gonna jump into Radio Hate and then do the interview. So before we get there though, why don't you tell us who your album is, who the band is, and let's get into it.
0: Well, I went I went with another, uh, I think I just went with a theme of a lot of in-betweener bands. You know, the, the bands that uh, started off as punk rock or have a lot of punk rock or hardcore influence. And it just took it in a different direction. And this one is a bit more on the classic side. It's a band from, oh, excuse me a band from brooklyn new york which was a you know which was like one of the uh breeding grounds of so many different hardcore bands for years and i think uh continues to be so to this day yes and and one band that really stuck out to me as they as they did start off as a late 80s hardcore band they took their music in such a different direction than i was expecting they actually kind of went more on the groove side of metal that was coming up in the early nineties. And that band that I'm talking about is Biohazard. And Biohazard has got a got an interesting sound. Like I said, they went on that groove metal and this kind of a and this kind of like a pre new metal sort of thing where even the where the vocals are following along with the groove of the drums and bass. And it was almost kind of like he's got a hip hop feel to him. That's yeah. how I felt about Biohazard. But they were doing really well on this album that I chose, Urban Discipline. And, well, Urban Discipline is uh, loaded with a lot of great tracks. I was trying to find one that accurately represented the sound of which they were inspired by, the punk and hardcore one that they came from, and another track where it was kind of a uh, an investment in the sound that they were trying to achieve. And continue to and continue to experiment with that one in their later albums but with this one this is a great stuff in between the really experimental and the really uh <laughs> the really street smart and detrimental biohazard right so yeah the first one i chose was uh man with a promise this one definitely definitely extends back to their uh, punk ethos and with uh more of the speedy rhythms and these kind of uh, shouty vocals but does mix it in with the uh with their newfound sound. So yes. So we're gonna get with this one, Man with a promise.
1: I like that sound.
2: Yeah.
0: Quite a, quite exhilarating and really is helpful in drawing you in. Yeah. This was like a, yeah, this was kind of like a mini, a miniature version of a New York hardcore. And there were a few bands were adopting this kind of a groove style. Uh, Probably the biggest known one was like Madball.
1: Yes. Love Madball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and also include like Vision of Disorder, Marauder, and Twenty Five to Life. They were taking this uh, more hip hop uh, oriented groove in their style, and it was cool, and it was, and a lot of it was really catchy. But it did kind of go out of the wayside a little bit, and uh, and well, I think that there were more bands that didn't really get as big as the ones I had mentioned, and the ones that I had mentioned had changed their sound even more, so. That's the that's the beauty of this type of music. It's leaves it open for so many options.
1: It does well. That was "Man of the Promise." Tell us a little more about uh, "Tears of Blood" before we hear it.
0: Yeah, "Tears of Blood." This was the if I had to say this was the first Biohazard song that really grabbed me, and it is a and it's a slower one, and it's really kind of their version of a of a power ballad, in which they're in which they're just giving this morose sound. There's like a it's just kind of a gloomy feel to it and it just really it really kind of resonated with me and the and the fact that these hardcore guys know how to get a handle on their musicianship and really excalibrate this uh, feeling other than just anger pretty much
1: right <laughs> yeah
0: i mean there's still anger because there's still like a lot of resentment in it's the lyrics but it's really kind of a reflection on uh evan steinfeld their singer it's really just kind of a reflection on this uh, on the feelings that he's that he's dealing with. And I mean the title itself is just kind of a hint of what to expect. Tears of blood. It's like if you're gonna cry, you're gonna cry tears of blood pretty <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, but
0: but yeah, I really like the song. I love it like I said, I love its feeling, I love its emotion, but I just love its style. I just love how no matter how slow it gets, it just hold my attention so so yeah let's let's let everybody listen to it let's see if it has a similar effect
1: let's do there's tears of blood biohazard Here's blood. I can see why Scott Roberts, you know, uh, of the Take. He also was in that band in the in the two thousands era. His voice sounds just like this, though. I don't believe he was in the band at this point when this album came out in ninety two. I think he was uh, after the two thousands or something like that. But very similar sound and voice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't remember if I saw his name in the roster of Biohazard, but. It does. It does kind of represent that sound of the vocals that was later to come throughout the 90s.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe rip-off. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. rip-off, it's inspiration.
1: Right. A lot of great stuff. Biohazard had a lot of great stuff. I had this one, and I can't even think of the other ones offhand, but like three of their earlier uh, albums all on CD bought those around that junior high school high school uh time frame so definitely was listening to Biohazard way back when
0: yeah <laughs> so you got the you got the first hand experience pretty much
1: i did never saw them live but uh i definitely got to you know get it while they were putting that stuff out when they were putting that stuff out yeah that's true It's good stuff. Uh, We're going to move on to the interview that we're going to do, but we're going to play some music first. So Radio Hate, Matt's coming up. We're going to play a track. As soon as this track's over, we're going to jump right into that interview. Uh, First, Radio Hate. If you haven't, like I said, if you're not familiar with them, go check out the other episodes, but you haven't been listening to us recently because I believe on 161 and 163, we played Ode to Angst and Black Collar Crime on those. Those were the first singles getting released, this album, the new album, A Better Way, is coming out July 10th, and we are going to play a couple other tracks, different tracks. We're going to play Lost Boys, which is also kind of a single, because as we'll hear here in the interview momentarily, we're going to talk about that uh, the, the, they're doing a video for this one as well, so sometime in the next few weeks or so, you'd be on the lookout for a third video from the band, a third new video, that is. In the meantime, Eric Bangarang, right? Let's listen to some Lost Boys.
0: Yeah, boy.
1: Joining us now, Matt from Radio Hate. We just heard the track Lost Boys. Matt, how you doing? Doing great. How are you guys? We are great. <laughs> Good to hear. Thank you for joining us uh, yet again, and thank you for sharing your music so we can share your music. I've uh, been loving listening to the new album. It's coming out this Friday, so A Better Way, and we've already played Ode to Angs back on episode 161 and Black Collar Crime on 163, so... Here on this episode, uh, definitely enjoying getting to play a couple more tracks. It's a cool album. Tell us a little bit about what you've been up to.
3: Yeah, so we had the the last tour finish up in March to kind of uh, finish promoting the last album, the another round of Psychotherapy Tour. And uh, so that was the last push of that. And we actually just finished like in the nick of time. We got... Back right when all of the crazy virus stuff started to hit. So we probably had a few less people than we could have at our last couple of shows. And like, unfortunately, Flatfoot 56 had to cancel for our last show. But um, we got home just in time. Like, really, everything got shut down the next week. But it was a blast. We did uh, eight. Eight shows in nine days. That's great.
1: Yeah, it was back in early March, and you're one of, you know, probably a few bands out there that obviously nobody was planning for this to happen, but you were nope. lucky to get to play the shows pretty much until you couldn't play shows.
3: Yeah, like, it really might have been to the day. Like, um, one day later, I think it might have ahead to the last one, so...
1: Right, that uh, the fourteenth. I think one a day or two after that. That's when we locked down here in Utah. So yeah, like, I'm sure like right up to, right up to the day.
3: Yeah, it was it was scary. Um, just not really knowing. I mean, and st- still things are crazy. But um, but then it was like you hear about one or two cases in each, you know, some of these cities, and it's like who knows what this is really going to be. But uh fortunately, we, we made it home in one piece.
1: Which is great. And that's probably a product, uh, a lot of us think that, thought that. And it's a product of all of those movies we watched coming out in the 90s, uh, 2000s, and all the, the pandemics and the plague-type movies.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I always think of uh, the zombie movie, 28 Days Later. Right. And I think of uh, plagues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you never know what it's going to turn into. It's going to be The Walking Dead or who knows what. Yep. More like Outbreak. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oof. That was the one that I was, was thinking of, one. too. All right, Matt, quick recap of the band Radio Hate. So you guys are from Sheboygan. Yep, uh,
3: Sheboygan, Wisconsin.
1: This A Better Way is going to be your third full-length, correct? That's correct. So Main Nerve, you put that out October 2014, Psychotherapy. Great record as well. Uh, July 2017, I got my awesome uh, Yellow and Black Splatters uh, record right here next to me right now. And then A Better Way is coming out on Friday.
3: That's right. You should have your copy in hand tomorrow. Excellent. It's, well, uh, it's a limited run of 250, half black, half transparent, electric blue.
1: Wow. Well, I can't wait to oh. see that. <laughs> that sounds
3: yeah, awesome. That looks pretty cool. It's going to be an interesting look.
1: <laughs> right? Real quick, I'm going to point out what? About every three years, and this one's almost three years to the day. Is is that just coincidence or kind of the, the process that you have? Life is busy.
3: Yeah, it's kind of just coincidence. I mean, honestly, these songs have been like 99% done for probably a good nine months now, but it's just, there's a lot to do to make sure everything's in order and make sure everything gets here in time. Um, Even with the records here with the pandemic, uh, air freight rates were through the roof. So I had to get these things on a container and it took uh, an extra month pretty much to get them here. So glad we planned really far ahead.
1: Yeah, no kidding. A lot of people... Probably did not. How do you plan for something like this? Never happened before.
3: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: And then you were on episode 85. We talked a bunch about psychotherapy. That came out three years ago. You were on episode 85, and we played a couple tracks from that. And then you just wrapped up kind of touring, promoting for that prior to the lockdown. And now we're into... Uh, a better way so are you looking forward to getting out playing some shows i know you got something we'll talk about here uh coming up on saturday we'll talk about that in a moment are you looking forward to playing your new songs for people
3: oh yeah i can't wait um we played a couple uh we you know peppered them in just to get some experience trying them out live yeah it's it's tough not playing live shows for bands um yeah i I really miss it it was a great week on tour and it's just it's really hard looking at this we're hoping to have a record release show and really we weren't sure 100 percent if it was going to be live or not even until a week ago where we finally decided uh that it really wasn't a good idea to make it live we've been fortunate in our area with a relatively low number of cases but i i can't take the chance that a single person would get sick because we decided to have a show sure
1: yeah nobody really wants that nobody wants to be locked down nobody wants to be doing all the shit that we're doing but at the same time you don't want to put people in harm's way either
3: absolutely
0: First question I really wanted to ask is, well, actually, first, I want to comment. I really loved the album cover. Oh, oh just,
3: thanks so much. My, yeah. my good friend uh, Silas Hagland has done the artwork for all three of the albums, and he is just an amazing artist.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can tell. I love the cartoonish vibe that it gives off, but upon further inspection, it's just like, oh, huh, album cover is actually saying something.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on there.
0: To paint the a picture, it's a... Uh, uh, four guys in the middle of a uh, fork in the road as so like either go uh, up the mountain which seems like a lighter spot or go left in this uh, darker area which with a church in the center
3: of its of its field. Pretty much. Yeah and, the, uh, the church and some police brutality and our president yeah. in chief there too. <laughs> yeah and it's fun it's, uh,
0: thinking which way these guys are going to go but uh, but anyway on to the uh, question I wanted to know what was the uh, but for lack of a better term, what was the inspiration behind the title, uh, Better Way? And I guess what is, the, uh, what is the title trying to say,
3: in your opinion? The title is really trying to say, and this album is really about the fact that the, the direction our world is going in isn't perfect. And there is quite literally a better way to do just about everything that's going on now. And okay. one big inspiration for that is... Um, a methodology of talking to people that I've been introduced to in the last few years uh, called street epistemology. And it's um, a way of asking questions with people so you can have real meaningful conversations without them becoming heated and just an exchange of throwing facts at each other and uh, shutting down.
0: Yeah. I think that's something a lot of people can't agree on. I just don't shut down someone with a different opinion. Just try and get an idea about it.
3: Yep. Yeah. It's really about coming to uh, get someone to understand why they, believe what they believe and if they really have good reasons to believe what they believe or not.
0: Yeah, and it's pretty amazing too and uh, from what I can see is that this album is coming out uh, in the middle of this whole pandemic where everyone is just on the edge and just uh, freaking out about every
3: little thing. Interestingly enough, the, the last song on the album was inspired by a book called The Better Angels of Our Nature and it's a, it's a huge book to tackle but I recommend it to everyone. It really shows that, factually the data shows that On average, almost everything is getting better in this world, whether it looks like it to us or not. This is, surprisingly enough, pretty much the best time to be alive. Oh, wow.
1: Yes, when they make decisions based on facts and not feelings, (laughs) take your feelings out of it and look at what the facts are, perception is going to change for a lot of people.
3: Yep, it's amazing. Especially
0: if you're actually looking at the whole picture, not just a piece that attributed to you.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I advocate for a uh, tax based evidence-based thinking and reasoning for sure.
0: One of the tracks that really struck out to me upon listening to this album was uh, uh, actually one of the singles, "Black Collar Crime." And it's, upon reading the lyrics, I could tell it's like uh, kind of taking jabs at uh, uh, what I assume are just the uh, uh, those Catholic priests who committed uh, um, acts of pedophilia. Am oh I yeah, it's
3: all kinds crazy? of terrible stuff going on there.
0: Was that just like a? Uh, hearing about it that inspired you guys to uh, write that song or was it on the of the home
3: that's always been a, a topic of concern to me I think more often than not religious beliefs and things that are based in dogma rather than evolving changing facts you often lead people down roads where uh, you're gonna have a lot of bad things happening and uh, it's always been something I, I cared about I was very fortunate to get out of Catholic upbringing and then a Protestant upbringing and turn out quote unquote okay
1: Right,
0: <laughs> it is very possible when you're not born into a religious state and you're constantly surrounded by it. It's like,
3: yeah, I, kind of I know me. it's crazy for you guys out there in Utah. Yeah,
0: it is. When, I mean, I was fortunate enough not to be raised in the
3: uh institution,
0: so to speak, but even when I'm not raised in it, I'm constantly surrounded by it. So, even it's when you're everywhere,
3: not, you hear it. <laughs> Yeah, even here it's uh, we have the the most churches and the most bars per capita. Wow! Yeah,
1: <laughs> we have a lot here too, though. Not to say we're trying to compete here, but it's hard to drive through <laughs> any neighborhoods w- without coming across uh, a church, especially uh, an LDS church. Sure, right. sure. <laughs> I have one right around the corner from me. It's about five houses away.
3: Wow! I believe it.
0: <laughs> I don't live next to a church. I live next to a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> it- Bookend, so to speak. <laughs> All right, there was a, another song I wanted to uh, ask you about. it was a sure the standout to the album was uh, uh, more towards the end. It was such fun, and oh yeah, I was really enthralled with the uh, the way it was structured musically. It was like the only song I heard on there was like an abundance of uh, guitars.
3: Yeah, uh, do you know that that's a cover? <laughs> oh, it is. It is. It's a cover by the Blood. Ah, alright Yep, yeah, old, old British band One of my favorites, maybe my favorite band All the time, honestly I've been trying to do a song of theirs forever But uh, they have one of the best guitar players I've ever heard so I finally had to settle one on one that I could do the solos close enough to something I liked to uh, be able to pull it off. Wow. <laughs> it's such a
0: fun track. Though. I had no idea what the cover.
3: <laughs> oh, it, it rips. Um, honestly, there's two different versions of the original. So if you seek it out, there's a slow one and a fast one. And I think the fast one's a lot better. <laughs> Is the fast one the one you guys went with then? Yeah, it's pretty close to the same tempo. But uh, yeah, highly recommend The Blood. Check them out. Check out all their stuff. They're criminally underrated.
1: Yes, it's a very good band. Another one for me to check out. You know. <laughs> Add it to the list.
0: Yep. Add it to the list of, of to create another page, I
1: guess. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, I love the videos that, that you put out, the lyric videos. There's they're, they're such a, a great style out there, I think, to lyric videos where... You know, sometimes you come across like the black screen and the words are coming across, you know what I mean? It's yeah, okay yeah. if you want to know what the lyrics are, but w- what you're actually putting together is very artistic. It's in the same vein as any other type of a regular, you know, when I say regular, you know, get a camera out, we'll film a bunch of stuff and kind of splice it all together. Same type of concept, but...
3: Yeah, that's right. There's two of them out so far. Um the first one was just kind of a streamer done by the guy that did the first two, uh, Kenny Stanger. and I love his work. He's a great, great guy. But the Black Collar Crime video was the first one I undertook myself. So I, I learned video editing in a few weeks and got a green screen and put that all together.
1: That's Pretty happy awesome. with how it turned out. They look great. I really like the videos. Are you planning on doing any other videos for your upcoming, any other upcoming tracks or now that the whole record will be released this coming week, are you going to just hold off and maybe put some out later? Well,
3: we got one more in the pipeline that's it's done, and uh, not exactly sure when it's going to come out. But we're probably looking at the middle to the end of July, so we'll let the let the record come out a little bit, and then we'll pop that back up.
1: Excellent. A track that I wanted to talk about. Uh, we're, we play on this show. So this particular show, we just heard Lost Boys before the interview started, and we're going to play Black Sheep. Anything you want to include, any, any ideas or insight to any of those two tracks since we're playing them on this specific episode?
3: Uh, sure. Yeah, Lost Boys is really just an ode to my love to, for the movie Hook. It's is one of those childhood feel-good movies, the Peter Pan story, and Robin Williams is awesome, Dustin Hoffman is awesome, and just love that movie and always wanted to have a song that said Bangarang, finally got the chance to do it.
1: <laughs> it was awesome. I love that track. I like the movie too. First thing that came to mind is, oh, is this like the Lost Boys movie, right? And then yep. you, you hear
3: it and you're like,
1: oh, it's, it's more like Peter Pan. It's like, it's like Hook. Okay. <laughs> I
3: like it. It yep. was cool. Yeah, that's the one that the next Lyric video is going to be for. It's going to be much more lighthearted and playful than uh, Black Color Crime, to say the least. <laughs>
1: Excellent. That'll be awesome. Tell us about Black Sheep then.
3: Uh, yeah, Black Sheep. I, I started writing it, actually. I just had that intro part, and I was thinking that might just be like a, a one-line acapella ending to the album. And my friend Nick said, well, why don't you just try writing a song with it? So I did, and I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. really just kind of sums up uh, the joy, this time while you have it. Uh, make sure you're doing everything that you can to live a good life, and uh, not take for granted a single a single second.
1: Right, and totally changed. You're talking about it, it being something that would end the album. Now it's a track of its own that starts off the album.
3: Yeah, it ended up being the the very first thing. So funny how that works sometimes.
1: Right, and when you put an album together, you know that first track has got to be something that says something about the album, sets the pace, sets the tone, something like that, right? So pretty awesome that it went from what it was going to be, a one-liner, into its own track that leads the album.
3: Yeah, it worked out great, especially with the first two albums having, uh, in hindsight, very similar intros. I wanted to get something that would kind of hit you in the face and be different.
1: It was good. I like those tracks. I'm looking forward to uh, you know, we will get to play it here, but I'm looking forward to the video for Lost Boys. I liked it. Really great. Sounds great. Real quick to, before we get into talking about your uh, live stream that you're going to do this Saturday, uh, any cities stand out on that tour? You know, you, you did a bunch of Midwest stuff, right? So uh, you said eight cities. Did you have to cancel any on that March 16th or 14th? Because it looks like I saw nine cities on there.
3: Yeah, we ended up canceling Memphis at the last minute. There was a little confusion. Um, it was going to be the only house show on the tour, okay. and uh, the people that lived there weren't feeling well, so we didn't really want to take any chances, and neither did they. And uh, gotcha. we tried to get a venue together to to throw together at the last minute, but it just didn't work out. Oh, that's too bad. A
1: house show, right? If if you
3: get a I know, tour, I it, know it, it might have been the mean? one I was most excited about. Actually, like I haven't played a house show or a basement show in too long they're they're so much fun
1: that's awesome well you did play Chicago Moline Omaha Kansas City Tulsa Nashville St. Louis Indianapolis not that I want you to specifically single any out but did any of those obviously towards the end maybe like you said crowds got a little bit smaller than they probably would have been but any of those stand out to you venue or anything
3: they were all awesome I really I have nothing bad to say about any of them I enjoyed playing every single night um, Indianapolis Punk Rock Night they really have something special going on there and I, I will definitely shout out to to Rich and Greg what they have going on there. It's fantastic. They really take care of the bands and they really put on a good professional show every Saturday night.
1: That's awesome. There you go. Anybody that's listening, if you're planning on putting tours together, if those get a go on at any point, hopefully in the near future though, then uh, definitely should look those guys up and add Indianapolis to your tour.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: What about coming to Utah? Planning on doing that anytime soon?
3: <laughs> I want to. I really do. I've looked at the map and I've looked at the mileage a number of times. Oh my gosh. Like, how do we make that happen without taking two full weeks? I, I don't know how. Yeah, that's
1: uh, it's a long drive. Realistically, if you come to Utah, you either have to figure out you, you know your stops before and or after at least bigger cities anyway. You either have Denver, Boise, or las vegas maybe reno if you want to skip the southern area of nevada and california yep uh, but you know it wouldn't be bad if you hit uh even at omaha right omaha denver then salt lake city then reno san francisco portland seattle boise work your way Ooh. back you never know maybe that maybe the next really time fun. around that
3: sounds really fun <laughs> <laughs> i hope we get to do it i sincerely hope we get to do it
1: well, maybe we will have to put on a show out here. That's something that I'm looking at doing for next year, May, June. Uh, I got to find a place to do it. But as soon as I do, I'm going to send you the invite. And if it works out for you, maybe you can do that next year.
3: Yeah, let me know. I'll, I'll make every effort. I promise you that.
1: Excellent. Let's talk about uh, the, the live streams you've done. So you did one back on March 28th. I watched that one. It was cool with the, the 360 camera first because I was watching on my phone And I was kind of, I was laying down watching it and I'm trying to spin the thing around and move around with the phone. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? You know, it it took me a moment to kind of figure it out, but I eventually did. And uh, it's probably easier to watch, not on a phone, maybe, I don't know. But I thought it was really cool. I hadn't seen anybody do something like that. I mean, right at that point, March 28th, I think, you know, some bands had just started to start doing the, you know, they realized shows weren't going to be happening anytime soon. So mm-hmm. bands started, you know, filming and, and doing live shows, and it was really cool. I saw a whole bunch, March, April, up into early May. Uh, I, I thought those were great. The Dropkick Murphys one that was on a few weeks back, a month ago. Oh, Fenway? Maybe, yeah. I yeah. was really excited to see it, and then I was just kind of disappointed. I loved it at the same time, but it was like a huge venue, and there's nobody there, and it's like I was watching a behind-the-scenes making of a, a music video. It didn't really feel like a live show. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's, it's not the same, um, but if, if you're not getting any live shows, sometimes it can be you know just enough to get you through a Saturday night.
1: Absolutely. I, I like the, the bands that are doing it either in a practice space or a smaller venue or something like that, because then it doesn't feel as vast. It feels like you're kind of there, and maybe people could be standing next to you. But the one at Fenway, they've got drones and all kinds of stuff, and you're looking around at nobody. They even said they could only have like 20 people or something like that at the park.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: you know. So I, I like the other ones. I like the one you did with uh, the 360 camera. Is that something that you're doing? And Rocket Vault Studios, right? That's uh...
3: uh, yep. Yeah, that's my studio, my basement studio where I have recorded all the Radio yeah. Hit stuff. Um, yeah, it's our practice space too. So we'll be, it'll be from the same spot, but this time we're going to use just a regular camera, from more like viewing it from a regular audience perspective. So
1: is it? You know, I, I've never tried to film something with the. Uh, I don't know what kind of camera that you use, but some sort of a fisheye or something like that, right, with the, the 360. So that would is it more complicated to do that, or why opting to go just the, the stationary camera this time?
3: Uh, just a change of pace. We were just looking to do not have it be the same as last time. Awesome. So we'll probably do something 360 in the future, but uh, but for this one, I just wanted to get something where it's just facing the whole band.
1: That's cool. I like it. Uh, And I just want to put out there that that 360 was really cool. I I haven't seen any others like that personally, and I thought it was really cool. Just took a second to figure out how I was maneuvering around uh, to view everybody.
3: Uh, yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, It's relatively inexpensive these days. I've had the camera for a few years and just uh, do so much of the stuff myself that I haven't really had time to dive into how that all works. But I did for that, that show, so I figured it out. And it, yes, yeah, it's, it's really pretty straightforward, actually. There's just a fisheye lens on both sides. And it just always shoots in every direction. You don't have to point it.
1: Awesome. I thought it was cool. It looked great. And everybody, the album is coming out this Friday. Sorry. Yes, yep. the album's Friday. The live stream's Saturday. Where where can people go see the live stream?
3: The live stream's going to be on Facebook this time. We're looking into options uh, for YouTube and beyond in the future, but this one's going to be Facebook. So I know not everyone's cool with Facebook. I don't love it myself, but that's where it's going to be.
1: So all your social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, are all at RadioHateWI for Wisconsin? That's right. So that's where they go for the Facebook. You got a website, RadioHate.com. What's on the website?
3: Uh, the website will get you everywhere that you need to go. Uh, it'll have whatever the most current video is, whatever shows we got booked, uh, any information at all uh, link to the buyer stuff and lyrics.
1: And it probably links to the Bandcamp page where people can go buy your music digitally and uh, hard copies, right?
3: That's exactly right. I got all the hard copies right here. You buy them. I, I'm the one that takes them to the post office and <laughs> sends them to you.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's the way to do it. Uh, in the wake of this uh, this COVID pandemic, how are you
0: guys, as a band trying to stay uh, musically active and also kind of a uh, positive that they are going to uh, throw back again?
3: Well, I, I think it's going to come back at some point. Um, it, it really might be the middle of next year before that's the case, but um, it's going to come back. So just going to keep writing songs. Um, I got another little side project going uh, with the singer from the Darbs. We're working on an album. Yeah. We've just been practicing once every couple weeks or so and, not really interacting too much outside of that. Just come on over, play the songs, and get get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, that is usually how band stuff goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's been great. Uh, I really love the guys I got. They're all fantastic musicians. Jared, Cade, choppa and Chief couldn't ask for better. And uh, everyone that's helped me in the past: Drew, Nick D, Aaron, my friend Nick's. It's it's been great. There's no way I could do this without them. Yeah. Yeah. They
0: certainly sound like amazing musicians from what I've heard from you guys. It's just, you're talented, but you also know how to have a lot of fun with the music.
3: Well, yeah, I can't be, uh, can't be serious all the time.
0: Sometimes you got to write a song about hook.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's, it's good. I don't know. I like having that balance where not every song is the same and you know, you can have a clean song like arms race or even an acoustic track, but you can tell that it's the same, uh, it's from the same source as something more aggressive, like black color crime.
0: Right. Yeah. both love that about music that just portrays a vast range of emotions in their output. It just kind of keeps, when you're listening to the album, it just kind of keeps the listener guessing. And I was like, Oh, what's the next song going to be about? How's it going to sound or whatever. Yeah.
3: Keep it interesting.
0: Yeah. That's a very appreciative trait. Oh yeah. I did have a, a, one question about your, about your hometown. I know you've been around, uh, uh, around different cities more or less but how does the how does your hometown of sheboygan the scene in that compare to the cities that you played in
3: um sheboygan's pretty small it's about 50,000 people only so i mean really our bigger cities are that are close by are like milwaukee is an hour to the south green bay is an hour to the north chicago's just over two hours to the south and madison's like two hours west so we have a pretty small scene it's a lot of just uh bar cover bands in general but there's been a number of punk bands that have been really good out of here you're one of them (laughs) (laughs) thanks right (laughs) uh yeah actually for the live stream on saturday we're going to be having um a band called cherokee astro uh play before us and they're made up of three of the members that are in radio hate now it's by guitar player Cades. he's he writes the stuff and he is an amazing surf rock guitarist just awesome. amazing even like music without lyrics isn't my favorite thing in the world but he is just mesmerizing so uh definitely check them out
0: yeah and it's all about how one can master the instrument to make it instrumental songs amazing yep uh with sheboygan being as uh, small as it is uh do you guys ever just traverse up to some of the bigger cities like uh, milwaukee or madison to play a show
3: yeah we try to i mean we've probably played more shows in milwaukee green bay and madison than uh, been in sheboygan honestly so yeah, we try to just play Sheboygan maybe twice a year plus we do a Misfits cover show every Halloween. Oh, Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's always a lot of fun. People love that. <laughs> Myself included.
0: We got something like that here where local bands just choose a band to do a cover set up and
3: they play it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, what would punk rock be without covers, right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> You can't always go see the band, right, that that plays them. And at some point, those bands either can't play or won't play anymore anyway. And so it's great when bands will cover because you get to see them even though it might not be by the original people, but you get to see them played live again. Yeah. yeah. Especially when the cover is good. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure. If
1: you do a good job. Yeah, if you do a shit job, people might not even know you're doing doing a cover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is us playing the first show of the misfit. So if you hear the mistakes, it's just uh, ironing out the ironing out oh, the song. Yeah, that's how you know it's authentic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Matt, do you have any final thoughts, anything you'd like to add? We appreciate you taking the time and definitely looking forward to promoting more of your band because I really like it, and uh, I do hope you get to come out here to Salt Lake. Uh, Maybe next year, like you said, if it takes a while for bands to start touring again or to be able to start touring again, well, hopefully they'll be able to at that time next year, and hopefully you guys will be able to do the same.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No, I just thank you guys so much for having me on again. I, I really appreciate it. you got a great show uh punk and worldwide is fantastic too and i'm really looking forward to the uh the video style show you got coming up
1: yes i'm looking forward to it I actually kind of recorded and i didn't know really how i wanted to do it got busy with school don't do a lot of video of me because i really don't try to make the shit about me but the more i look at it it's like a still shot picture so i haven't decided so that's why i haven't put it out yet but it's ready to go uh, as soon as I figure out how and definitely going to have at least one, if not multiples of yours, the, the longer I do it for sure.
3: Awesome. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Any final thoughts, any uh, words of wisdom for especially anybody that's going to be jumping in on, on, your live stream. What time was that again on
3: Saturday? Cherokee Astro is going to start at 7 PM central daylight time and radio hate will be an hour later at eight.
1: Perfect. Seven and eight central. So you can check out two bands, that's what we used to like to do on Saturday nights anyways. Go check out music. So that's what they should
3: do this week. Yeah, grab your favorite beverage and uh, pull up the lyrics and sing along. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> That'll be great. Matt, thanks again for joining us. And next up, we've got Black Sheep. Thanks, guys. No
2: time for bad times, and there's something left to say. Oh, all my friends are black sheep, but we haven't lost our way.
1: Yes, that was Black Sheep from Radio Hate. New album again is coming out this Friday, July 10th. It's called The Better Way. We talked about it a bunch. A lot of great stuff. The album artwork, all the great tracks, including that track. Uh, love that track. Love uh, all of them. Lost Boys. I'm really looking forward to the video after Matt having described it and you know being more familiar with the song and all that. Eric, what are you thinking?
0: Oh, I'm thinking... All the great songs on there. I don't remember talking about all of the tracks on the album,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: yeah, it really is a it is a solid release from these guys. They are, uh, yeah, you really get the vibe of a very fantastic band, and especially now after uh, uh, after our interview, he's just been. You just hear the passion when he talks about it.
1: Absolutely, and for everybody else who likes this band as much as we do. Remember, you can catch them on the Facebook live stream this Saturday at 7 and 8 p.m. Central Time. Just go to Radio Hate WI's Facebook page and check it out. You can see Cherokee Astro at 7 Central and Radio Hate will be coming on at 8 Central. All right. Yes. Go Go see a live show from your bedroom or from your living room or from your office or wherever it is you want to watch it. Take your phone out onto your back patio and enjoy the the sun.
0: Yeah, yeah make, it, make it an outdoor show.
1: There you go. It's like Matt said. Grab your favorite beverage and tune in.
0: Yeah, you'll get to you'll get to see them at one point. Might as well be uh, might as well be right now. We have to settle with the uh, over the phone,
1: right over the phone, and on the video and all that shit until we can get together in person again. Uh, there is no better way. Even though the uh, the album's called the Better Way, there is a better way. We just can't do it yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. and unfortunately, through all these uh, regulations that were uh, adhered to, but yes, hopefully it won't be forever.
1: <laughs> I agree. I, I've seen, like I said, I've seen shows. I think in uh, Georgia and Tennessee, the there's there's going to be a couple shows coming up, like maybe next weekend. Something like that. they got to be coming up pretty quick. So if you're in that area, you should be definitely looking up antagonizers and seeing if they still have their shows going on. And if so, get to those shows. Feel lucky. Uh, the rest of us are going to live vicariously through you because there's nothing like that going on over here.
0: Yeah, which is unfortunate. But, <laughs>
1: that, and yes. again,
0: sooner rather than later, I hope.
1: I agree. We'll watch uh, anybody that gets to do shows out there. Make sure you should tag our show in it. I'll I'll go see it. But if, uh, you know, go online and watch your videos and all that, I want to see some stuff. I want to see bands playing again. So I'll definitely be checking out Radio Hate this weekend. And if anybody posts anything from Antagonizers, I'll be watching Antagonizers social media as well. Uh, I think that's going to be – I think it's a week from this weekend. I'd have to double check. I'm not in Tennessee or Atlanta, so I'm not looking – to to go to the shows unfortunately anyway <laughs> we're wrapping up the show let's do some metal what'd you pick
0: uh again staying on this uh line of uh in between stuff this uh metal print uh <laughs> metal prick metal pick <laughs> 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 i don't know maybe they did have a guy who's a prick but mm-hmm. I don't know. maybe <laughs> anyway uh this band is definitely considered a uh, Definitely considered a metal band, no doubt. But they do have a lot of roots and influences from late hardcore culture, and that this band is "I Hate God," and that is "I" spelled with uh, with the "e." Yes, <laughs> just so there's no confusion with other bands who uh, spelled it correctly. But yeah, "I Hate God," all one word. They uh, they've been a band who's been. Who's well known as providing music into the uh, NOLA, which is the uh, New Orleans metal sound. Okay. Yeah, and just alongside a lot of uh, a lot of uh, distinct bands like Down, Fully and Green, and uh, Crowbar, and they all kind of have a very similar sound, which is known as sludge metal. And then sludge metal is uh, it's basically the Black Sabbath worship music from uh, doom metal, but it's uh, <clears throat> but it's just combined with all these uh, feedback and these uh, these tortured vocals and just uh, and just an overall mythic sound. And the lyrics are covered in lyrics of like substance abuse and just these uh, really depressing subjects. And I hate God is no exception. They kind of made their their style on that, but. The interesting thing that stands out to me is they, uh, their album covers uh, present like this uh, DIY kind of a uh, cut and paste feature on, on all of them. It's just kind of like they uh, pasted a bunch of uh, words and a lot of a, uh, a lot of weird pictures, mostly of, uh, bodies from medical dictionaries and just xeroxed them about a hundred times, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a pretty punk rock thing to do. And they even, you know, they even label bands like uh, Black Flag and uh, Corrosion of Conformity and and Discharge, and also most notably Saint Vitus, the first metal band that was signed to SST Records, as their prime influences. And you do hear them a lot. Anyway, the song that I did chose, oh, boy, I'm really off on the word today. That I chose uh, was the song "Shotgun." from one of their most well-known albums, Take is Needed for Pain. And I just love the... I picked it because I really love the title. And that's another thing with these sludge metal bands, their songs are just like right on the nose. So it's like you get an idea of what the song is about. You don't just get an idea, you get like a wallop in the face pretty much. <laughs> So yeah, I chose the song Shoplift. You can expect some very long chords and just some really, just some really harsh yelling coming from Mike Williams. And he's got a, yeah, he's got a throat on him. It's really really unfortunate they're not playing as much as they are. But I did get a chance to see them, and their music live is definitely heavier than their music on the album.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I can definitely say. We can definitely put a stamp of approval on that. But, but yeah, enough about, the, uh, enough about the band. What about the song I'm about to play? Yes, it's a good song. I hope you guys enjoy it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Here it goes. It's shoplift. lift. I hate God. I hate God. <laughs>
0: there's, a, there's a way to, uh, also if you uh, are a deaf person the best way that you can use sign language to say it is you point to your eye, give the middle finger and point upward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you what go. Do you do <laughs> I hate God. <laughs> uh, that's awesome.
0: But, uh, it's, yeah.
1: Had to describe it
0: because I can't even I can't even show it to you on the uh, on the podcast. You just kind of have to picture
1: it. <laughs> You're gonna have to picture it, indeed. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, so yeah, that, was, that was I hate God. Pretty much everything in their discography is, is listenable if <laughs> you have the right mentality. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, that's good uh, stuff. Grimy heavy music. Yes, indeed. Nice and sludgy. Oh yeah.
0: It's music that feels like it was coming from the sewer,
1: which it kind of was, the sewer of the United States, the kind
0: of swampy area.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Indeed. That's awesome. Well, we're going to wrap it up with, uh, I don't know what Las Vegas is considered, but uh, with Las Vegas band, Spirit World. I've played them a bunch recently. I'm a big fan, but like I've said on all the other episodes, this new album, their new music is definitely different. It's definitely very metal as opposed to, it was like, Cowpunk is what it cosmic cowpunk i think is what it was described as before loved the cosmic cowpunk uh, i like what they're doing with the metal a lot i think it's really cool that's why i'm going to keep playing it but there's three songs the new album actually comes out this friday july 10th it's called pagan rhythms and check it out this will probably be the last one we play of them from that album at least for a little while give it a break play some other metal tracks but i've really liked the metal that i've been hearing And they've got one more ready to go uh, before it gets released. It's called Armageddon Honky Tonk and Saloon. Fantastic title there. And I think you're going to like the song. The band is Spirit World.
2: Welcome back. For believers, the battle with the devil comes in many forms, and it's waged on many front lines. We've seen the harrowing journeys of exorcism and deliverance ministry. Now... Did the devil make you do it? Can an obsession with Satan wreck lives and drive people to kill?
1: spirit world armageddon honky tonk and saloon was the track and holy shit did that just hit you in the face you get that little introduction right for about 20 (laughs) seconds talking about satan and shit like that and then just bam slap you right in the face with a wall of sound oh yeah it was
0: relentless
1: (laughs) wasn't it that was awesome kind of like a midway point you know kind of reminded me like a of a rob zombie song or a white zombie one of the two either uh, yeah. You know, you just get the little inserts from movies or something like that uh, included in there, and that's kind of what that sounded like a little bit to me, anyway. But uh, the the sound was holy shit. That was that was great. That's why you got to keep playing Spirit World. I, I think that Pagan Rhythms is going to be phenomenal. We played, I think, three tracks so far. Uh, Radio Hate on this uh, episode now puts us at four tracks just from that album alone. So. A lot of good stuff coming out on July 10th. So be on the lookout for Spirit World and Radio Hate both coming out. Plus, that Noise single is coming out on the 10th as well.
0: Yes. Oh, man. So many on the horizon.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And just great shit. I like that one. That was really cool. Uh, big fan of Spirit World. Uh, by the way, you can find all these bands on Instagram at Full of Hell, at Noise. That you can go follow, follow Matt Noise. He's at uh, N O I number seven S E at Reckless Upstarts at Biohazard D F L for the band, but they don't really have a lot there. But Billy Biohazard has a bunch posted, so you can go follow at Billy Biohazard at Radio Hate W I at I Hate God Nola at Spirit World Prophet and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you and your band?
0: Well, you can find me. At scary uncle underscore Eric, that's an E-R-I-C, and another underscore, S-L-C. So scary uncle underscore Eric underscore S-L-C on Instagram. My band is at anonymous underscore band official on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's at anonymous S-L-C band.
1: Excellent. And Sagan yep. youth, you're still getting some stuff posted on there?
0: Oh, I am. There is a... Uh, that was what I was about to get into Excellent. at Sagan's That's the Instagram. And on SaganZuth dot com, there is a new article that just went up. Uh, in the middle of this episode actually. My Excellent. friend sent me Yeah, told me that the link went up and it is working, at least on my end. Hopefully it's working on you. It is the latest mob mentality record dedication.
1: Excellent. Um,
0: I know they requested me to do a review about it, and it did take a long time. This is the first review or written thing that I did for Sig since my accident. So kind of a landmark for me, personally.
1: Excellent. Well, I'm glad you got it up. And what a great album to pick to, to do the review on. I love Mob Mentality, and that album dedication is awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, it really is. Yeah, but I'm not going to take another 15 minutes saying why it's a great album.
1: Yeah, uh, just but, go to Sagan Juice cool. and check it out. <laughs>
0: right. Go ahead and follow the link and give it a read. Exactly.
1: We won't give any spoilers on it, other than it's great. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, band. Uh, the bands are on Facebook, at Full of Hell, at Destiny City Noise, at Hooligans NC. Go check them out. They'll be posting some stuff. You can get some hooligan stuff. They're going to be pricing it to go at Biohazard DFL at Radio Hate, WI. And remember, at seven and eight PM Central, if you go over to their Facebook page, you can go see them performing live from Rocket Vault Studios. Uh, it'll be awesome. Can't can't hope for anything better at this point since we can't get out to clubs and bars and shit like that to go see the show. So that's awesome. Go check that out on Saturday and thank uh, Matt again for joining us to talk about his band and his album and everything else that he's doing. Also you can find at official I hate God. And that, again, like Eric said, E Y E I hate God on Facebook. The show's at SLC Punkcast, And you can also find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google play music player, FM, SLCpunkcast.com. you found us somewhere you can find us all those places as well whatever's convenient for you we try to be uh, available eric any final thoughts before we wrap this up uh, well one i hope
0: that the listeners of this uh, of the show really love the or at least like the interview that we did with matt cuz it yeah cuz it's a lot of fun getting back into interviews for the show again this has been a it's been a bit of a slow year for that, for obvious reasons. But it's great for us to feel like we're getting back in the niche of things that we used to.
1: Absolutely. Be on the lookout. More to come. As we do them, we'll, we'll uh, post and all, all that kind of stuff so you know what's coming up. But I don't want to put anything out there in case it, like, drops or we're not able to do it, you know, that kind of thing. Don't want to get anybody's hopes up and then have to dash their hopes. So just know that more interviews are coming.
0: Yes. Absolutely, and we hope that they'll all be
1: good. We'll Excellent. make them good. <laughs> that's right. That's our job. That's what we do. We make them good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah. That's those are the thoughts that I
1: got. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, until the next time, this was one sixty-seven. Thank you.
2: Play the fucking outro.